Welcome to the Start Up to Something podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. This is our weekly update where we share the ups and downs of building and growing our bootstrapped online businesses. And sometimes we ramble on about tech. This week, Matt has gone on vacation, the lucky bastard. So <laughs> I have a special guest. It's uh, Xavier. So Xavier and I met maybe over a year ago uh, through Founders Club, which is like a, yeah. a private community where they match two founders together each week. And then you just get the chat about what you're working on. And uh, we really hit it off back then. So I thought it'd be cool to have him on the podcast. Yeah. Um, the well, last time we did it, though, we did it in French. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for now, we do it in uh, in English. So uh, you you will have to uh, hear my weird accent, my weird like English accent, uh, like somewhere <laughs> between the French one and the German one, and a and a some yeah yeah weird accent. Oh, really? You, do you know German? Is that why? Yeah, f- yeah. For some reason, uh, I learned German as my uh, second language in school, like for. 10 years or something and 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 so yeah i think I, I spend too much time learning german and and sometimes when i hear myself speaking english uh, uh yeah i hear some kind of german accent in a way uh, for some reason <laughs> i know i never noticed it okay so maybe it's that just just me um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh why don't you tell us a bit about yourself Oh, so uh, so I'm a so I'm a former developer. Uh, I spent like the last uh, maybe 15 years as a developer, uh, um, and, and then I moved in the startup ecosystem. I moved to the, to the US for a while, uh, and that's where I learned about the you know, how big the market is. Because from a French guy, I was kind of limited into my French ecosystem and market. And and when I went to San Francisco. I just my mind just blew off uh, for several reasons. Uh, the growth of the company there, uh, how, how much money there is, uh, like in the in the whole ecosystem, uh, and how how rich you can be with like just a, a small company that grow like uh, as a unicorn. Uh, and and that's also where I, I understand that building product is super cool, uh, but you need to learn how to sell it if you want to succeed in a way. Um, so yeah, and then, so I spent a few years in, in the startup ecosystem, both in French and in the US, uh, co-founded my, my startup as well. And, and, and I quit the startup that, that I had co-founded, uh, like 18 months ago now. Uh, and I've been a solo founder, like Hindi hacker for 18 months, uh, focusing on building my product and, and building like a portfolio of, of products of small product and, and, uh, and see what works and uh, double down on double down on what works. Right. And uh, I mean, one of the most impressive things is how much you've grown your Twitter account while doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I started my India journey by uh, um, a challenge of six products in, in six months. And I basically did it like everything in, in public, building public on my product. And that's how I, I restart my Twitter account because uh, so 18 months ago, I had like a Twitter account with 1,000 followers or something. Uh, I started my Twitter account in 2008, so that's pretty, pretty old. 
Uh, so the, I, I got a lot of zombie followers or dead people. Right. I mean, not dead people, but dead accounts. Although they might be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully not. But uh, and yeah, so that's how I, I kickstart my Twitter account. Uh, and then and then I worked a lot on publishing content. Uh, and and for me, that's probably the most easy way. So I have mixed feeling with with uh, Twitter growth, and, and I guess. That also, so yeah, in my opinion, I, my growth on my Twitter account growth is not that, that impressive. Uh, you can do much better if you want to. Uh, if you would spend like a lot of time building it, then you can grow much, much faster. But I, I have mixed feeling with Twitter. Uh, I think we are kind of dopamine addicts with this network, you know. Um, now, like 18 months after start, starting tweeting like almost on a daily basis i have the feeling that if i if i put if i have put it the same amount of effort into a blog or you know any seo then i will have some big traffic uh like without doing anything and on twitter if you stop posting for like a few days then your engagement just dropped and you have nothing left uh, wow so yeah. you get punished if you stop. Yeah, yeah. And and you need to work a lot to get this this engagement back. Um so yeah, I, I and and I continue to do it, you know. So that's why I think we, we are addicted by yeah, I yeah. totally addicted by like and art um artis. RT? I don't know. Retweets. Retweets. Yeah. Right. Um yeah, that's instant feedback, that's instant uh dopamine shots. And that's way more um, easy, and and it, you feel way better uh, than just you know posting a blog post somewhere and having no feedback for a month or a few months. So that that's really interesting because from someone looking, you know, someone from the outside, and I see that you started from a thousand. Yeah. Eighteen months later, you're at ten thousand, and you're telling me that. It, you think that was a waste of time? <laughs> not, not really a waste of time, but, but, um, yeah, I, yeah. Again, I so I did it that way, all, also because a I'm an addict, and b <laughs> <laughs> and b um, because I have like a so I'm building a portfolio of product, right? So it's super hard for me to create uh, content for each of my product. Um, and so I publish my content on, to, in, on Twitter because it's easier for me. I can reach anyone uh, and I have instant feedback again. Uh, but so I built almost like uh, nine or yeah, nine product in the last 18 months, something like this, eight or nine. So the, the, the effort to create and maintain a blog for each product will be too big for me. Um, right. But now, if I want to like focus on only one or maybe only two products, then I will probably switch into like SEO efforts and just push my uh, article blog post on, on Twitter instead of doing the opposite. For because right now, I'm tweeting and then I create some thread on Twitter and convert them into blog posts. Uh, and that's uh, yeah, that's probably the wrong way to doing it. Uh, you, I probably should do really? it. Yeah, Yeah. But but doesn't Twitter penalize you if you post links? So yeah, but you can. What you can, I think, it penalize, 
penalize you uh, if you do it in your first tweet, not if you do it like as a thread. So what? Oh, okay. So you what you could do? I, I think I think right now um, that the the best way to do marketing or pushing content is to create like a big piece of content on your blog post as a blog post on your blog or a blog product, and then you recycle. Oh, sorry. And then you recycle the 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 content, the blog post into like one big Twitter thread or maybe a few. Twitter thread with a link of your original blog post at the end of the thread. And then you will have traction from Twitter, instant feedback, but you will redirect everything to your blog and, and Google is working for you at the same time. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that sounds a lot like a, an app idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? yeah. like a, a tool where you could compose a blog post uh, and it hosts the blog post, but then it cuts it down into a into a thread yeah actually tweets it yeah when i was in my six and six challenge one of my big ideas uh was to create this kind of app um uh, some somewhere that you can write down like a blog post and then it will spread the world uh with it like uh repurpose it to india hackers to reddit to hacker news like automatically to linkedin and then split it to post it on Twitter, uh, maybe tweets, maybe thread, and then everything automatically, like with a schedule or something. That right. would be that would be awesome. But uh, that that's sounds a, like the killer app. Yeah, but that's a big piece of work. So um, yeah, that's something in the back of my mind for for month now, or a year now, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe I, sometimes I will try to, to do it. But that's a lot of that's a lot of work. Um, you know, all the API integration, you have to reformat the content, maybe use some open AI to uh, like reformat the, the content into tweets or into like summary for Reddit. So that's a big, big piece of work. Right. No, yeah. Right. You can... Yeah. So if you, if you were to do this six by six challenge all over again, this, that's how you would have done it? Like blog about it instead as an indie hacker and then post threads on Twitter? Yeah, I don't know. I, and I still don't really have the answer of it. Um, so if I would go, like if, if I want to do one product, like focus one product for one year, then for sure, yeah, I will, I will blog. I will create a blog and then and, and push everything on the blog. Uh, but when you're creating like a portfolio, uh, maybe um maybe i should have created like a blog my own blog like you know, xavier.com and then yeah, push exactly. everything push everything on, on the blog yeah i tried to do it so i have a um a whole old blog blog uh from again 2008 or something and i post some of my content there um but not enough and and i yeah i'm not sure that was like a good idea to use my old blog uh, to my new content so yeah um yeah that's a tough question i don't know but now yeah now when i look back 18 months after uh yeah i'm, I'm pretty disappointed because i have to work like i'm a yeah i have to push content every day on twitter or i don't have any sales and that's painful to uh, to understand <laughs> yeah so you're using a, a tool for this right 
Yeah, I'm using tweethunter.io. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried it. For, I tried it for a few weeks. How how do you like the tool? So I've been I've been one of of the early users. Uh, I know very well Thibaut, uh, which is like a French indie hacker. Okay. Um, and I like the tool for sure. Uh, um, but so yeah, now uh, you are like a scheduling tool in Twitter, Tweet Enter directly. Like you have. So the first promise was uh, promise was. Um, we will help you to create some content with AI. Um, and now it's more about curating the best tweets from your, for your, like, um, 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 creating your, the curate, curating, curating the best tweets of your, for your topic, like startups or India King or this kind of stuff. And then you have a scheduling tool, uh, some way to automate some uh, retreats or uh, auto DM people that reply to your tweet, this kind of stuff. So that's nice. But um, I noticed that you can almost say who is using Twitter just looking at their tweets because it <laughs> recycles always the same content, even though even even somewhere, somewhere, uh, somewhere. Wow. Even sometimes, sorry, uh, people just copy and paste tweet like uh, directly without editing anything. So yeah, I started to have yeah to be yeah to have mixed feeling about 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 it because um, yeah when, when you start to notice someone when you, when you know if someone is using Twitter just by saying the tweets, then then maybe there is an issue there. Um, yeah, I mean. That was my problem with it is like the scheduling looked great. And those 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 little hacks that he provides, like to add a, a tweet to your thread at the end, you know, with a delay. Yeah. That, that seems pretty cool. Yeah. It but is. the looking for tweet ideas part, like I, I I looked at it and I could not find any ideas that I could make my own. Like that it yeah. really didn't help for that. I So yeah, fr from my experience, um, the auto curated tweets, uh, like on the dashboard, are not super useful, but you can also search from for tweets or for keywords, and then you can um, like tweak the content or it gives you idea to tweet something or, or it gives you tips on how you should talk, uh, you should talk sorry about this topic, for instance. Um, so it's it's still useful for me, uh, like almost okay. on a on a daily basis. Yeah. So like, how much time do you spend curating or and composing a bunch of tweets and scheduling them? So my goal is to tweet one time a week, uh, a day. Sorry, uh, okay. at least that's my minimum. Uh, my ideal is two, um, two time a day, and also I need to spend some time to engage with with people. So usually right. what I do is uh, trying to spend uh, half an hour uh, replying to people on Twitter and then and then uh, maybe another 30 minutes to compose tweets, like one or two tweets. Um, and so, yeah, the minimum will be like spend um, 10, 15 minutes to reply pe to people uh, and then more 15 minutes for like one tweet um okay. and so that's the bare bare minimum but that 
won't bring much much traction uh if you really that's what you do you do that every day yeah every day yeah and okay. it, i was yeah i was imagining you were like sitting down sunday drinking coffee in uh, in that tool and you were composing 14 tweets for the for the week no i i have difficulty to schedule tweet, tweets like uh like and yeah that's super tough to have like inspiration for the for like uh 14 tweets for 14 right. tweets uh at least for me i prefer to do it like daily um because uh, i also use the reply that i send to uh, like uh, people on twitter to have some kind of inspiration um yeah and and you need to so more importantly i think more importantly to it's yeah the more important thing on, on twitter is not to post daily it's also to engage daily with people right. uh, and the more you engage with people the more engagement you will you will have on your own tweets uh, and that's how you grow so if you want to grow your twitter account just spend 10 hours a day replying to people like reply to like follow five 500 of people on twitter on in your niche and then you reply to everyone to every tweet like every like in every day and then you spend okay. eight eight uh, eight hours doing it every day and you will grow like super super fast uh <laughs> but i don't have time for this <laughs> but yeah who does <laughs> yeah i actually met some people doing it um really yeah that's crazy but they so I, i've met a girl named amanda uh, she's into marketing. She's now a uh, marketing officer, something at Sparktoro. Uh, okay. And and that's funny because we were in the same group of uh, of first to 5,000 followers, I think, uh, back in the days, like six months ago or something. And she now has uh, almost, almost 50,000 followers on twitter and she spent like eight hours a day tweeting okay yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah okay so that so the twitter algorithm really rewards you the more active you are yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that that's a social media so they want attention the more the more attention the, yeah that's that's the currency there uh, like on instagram or any other social media but again, that's that's a big question. I mean, if you really want to spend eight hours a day pushing content, then do you really want to do it on Twitter instead of doing it like on your own blog? Uh, exactly. That's that's a big question. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So now that you have a Twitter account with ten thousand, is it an asset? That does it really help you with your side projects? So yeah, it helps for for traffic generation. Um, my main source of income is user booster, uh, the Notion, okay. Notion templates. Wow, and that was like your second or third uh, product? Fourth, fourth. Product. It was your fourth, oh really? Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, that's my main source of income now. Um, and yeah, most like 80% of the traffic on user booster came from uh, Twitter. So, okay. uh, and that's super, and that's super basic. Uh, like the, the metrics are super basic. One visit on my website, uh, is one dollar in my pocket at the end of the month. Most of okay. more or less. Yeah. So, so the more followers or the more active I am on Twitter, the more visits I got on my website and the more dollar I have in my pocket. That's pretty, 
but but again, if I stop, so this month I spend a lot of time coding new stuff. So I don't didn't sp spend that much time on Twitter, and so I had to double down last week on Twitter because um, yeah, I had I had like a, not that much traffic. So yeah, I, if I if I just slow down a bit, the traffic drop immediately. <laughs> That's amazing. You sound you sound like a junkie. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. I'm I'm in it's a, like oh I need a hit. I need a hit, hit of revenue. I have to I have to go play the Twitter game now. Yeah, that's the crazy thing about about this uh, game in that. So I created user booster and my my product to decorrelate my time from my revenue, right? So right because I wanted to create some passive income in a way. And now I have to spend time on Twitter <laughs> in order to have revenue. So that's crazy. I'm I'm a, I'm a fucking I'm a fucking hamster in in a wheel. I just I have to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's that's a great job. Um, you know, that's a great job though. Uh, just have to tweet, to think about stuff, talk to his people, and. and uh, so yeah, that's a great job. But yeah, I, I didn't achieve my dream of passive income for sure. <laughs> it, it, I mean, passive income is a is a dream. <laughs> yeah, actually, I've met a guy on Twitter, and that's also why I started to wonder uh, if if Twitter was the right strategy there. Um, is is like he has like a affiliate uh, website. Okay. So for a year, he spent um, like. So for a year, he published one one blog post a day on his blog on his uh, website, and now he's doing uh, 25k monthly, something like this, uh, with affiliate and 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 ads, and he can stop for a month or two, uh, and that's pretty much passive income. Right. No, that's it. If he doesn't have to blog anymore, that's definitely passive. Yeah, and that's crazy. And so yeah, that's what started. So that's why I started to wonder about uh, my strategy on on social media. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you said you're coding now. So so what are you working on? So I'm working uh, on a few things. Too much things for for the last months. But uh, my main project right now is Focus Plus. So it's a productivity app uh, that try to uh, get some wellness. Uh, yeah, to improve your productivity and wellness balance uh, okay. while working as a developer. Uh, it's mainly focused for developer. I, I started it with a, a, a old friend of mine um, and we both are developers for more than 10 or 15 years. Uh, and we tried a lot of productivity apps in, in the past uh, and also productivity method. And, and that's every time we thought that it was like super focus into you doing more and work more and, and there is no place for you being better uh, as, as, a, as a person and 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 we all know I think you you are coder as well but um, yeah as a developer you when you do it for a while then you, you start to understand that it's a tough job uh, like being alone stuck with stupid bugs that you cannot see because you're spending too much time on your code and, and it creates like a lot of anxiety and also a lot of imposter imposter syndrome. 
Um, and we wanted to create something to fix that. Um, so, so what we did is try to split the, the app in two main objectives. The first one is improve your focus so you can uh, work better. So, you know, learn how to, um, um, how to describe the, the task. So it will be easier to estimate and also to get started working on. Um, and then trying to improve your focus environment to get aware of the time passing and stuff. And also on a regular basis, um, trying to push you in a way uh, to make some breaks. So you can you can choose if you want to do like meditation, stretching, workouts, uh, this kind of stuff. And then on a regular basis, we are just sending you some sounds saying, hey guy, you already spent like a, an hour coding. Uh, maybe you can spare like uh, five minutes on, on meditation or stretching or breathing exercise, this kind of stuff. Uh, so you, you're not burning out in a, in a few months and, and you will be like better at the end of the day. Uh, so yeah, that's, yeah, that was, so I'm, I'm working on this one for almost three months now. Uh, we launched the MVP to a private community. Um, and then we, uh, we launched the 0.2 version, uh, <laughs> last last week yeah and we're about to like soft launch publicly we are now in beta for uh it was this was a private beta and now we are launching uh as a beta still but uh more publicly open um, okay, more the so gates anybody can join yeah yeah to test and and because we need users now don't we don't need like only testers we had some testers on the community like uh, but but we need like real users people using it on a daily basis Okay, and so how is it so far? Like users are using it, you're getting good feedback? We had some, so again, we are, so I created the community uh, when, I, when I announced on Twitter again, that I was doing like something on productivity. Uh, I created instantly a Telegram group for people to join uh, for early adapters where I pushed like a, uh, some poll about to get some feedback. I want to get some feedback directly from the community and also give some, uh, early announcement there uh, so i have like uh, almost 40 people in the community um, but they are mostly testers and also because the mvp that we what that we shipped was kind of broken <laughs> um, so we are we are the most we are the, the 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 user of our app for now only the two founders and that was also our goals um, we don't have big expectation for it at least for now what we want to do is we want to create the tool that we always looked for. Uh, okay. So that's why right. we are like kind of focused on um, on our feedback for now, and and the strategy. Like, not sure it's a good one, but we see. Okay, um, if if we are both happy about the the app, then probably we can find a third people and maybe like a, a fourth people appear about it and that's that's pretty much a strategy for now yeah it's just the scratch your own itch strategy yeah yeah exactly right. and it's getting better uh at the beginning of the mvp it was like a nightmare um <laughs> <laughs> and now it's better now it's better and actually trying starting to really love using it uh on a daily basis so it's getting okay. better yeah but uh, so but none of the people that joined the telegram group are 
uh, are using it? Yeah, they, they did use it. Um, they, yeah, they tested it, give some feedback, but then they left because uh, there is some obvious bugs. So, okay. and they really didn't came back. Um, and I, I try, that's one of my mission of this week is uh, try back to, to get some, try to get some people back on the app uh, from, okay. the, from the community. Yeah, that, that is, it's like, it's a hard balance to get because you want to get it in the hands of people and get some feedbacks, you know, but at the same time, you don't want to alienate them with bugs where they try it and they say, this thing doesn't work. And then you can never use those beta testers again. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, and that's why I created the community uh, because I, I've been super clear from the start of the, of this community saying, okay, we are doing like, this is like a super, super early beta, probably an alpha. Um, so there will be some bugs. I, I need some, I need some feedback. Just roast me and, and give me everything. And I don't care if you just insult me. Uh, that's totally okay. <laughs> so that's nice because I, I, so we spot a few bugs uh, from it. So that's, that's great. But the issue is uh, with this kind of message, um, then what you, the people you attract are testers more than users. So they are going okay. to, they're curious, they want to test. Uh, and they say, okay, there is this bug, this bug, and this bug, but they don't really use it uh, on a daily basis. And also, um, there is a ton of this kind of app uh, out there. And I guess uh, making the switch or, or make the people do the switch from their app into your app is probably kind of complicated. And the churn is probably like huge. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, that, you de I definitely approve of the, the approach, right? To, to not start coding in the dark for, for months on end. Like, yeah. get, get some people to try it, get some feedback. That's what I did with Power Importer at the beginning. I, I had just a few private beta testers and I would have them share their screen as they're using it. Oh, cool. And, and then I'd see what problems they're encountering and then, all right, go back to coding fix the bugs, yeah. change the UI to, to make it easier to use, have them try it again. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what, what we're doing right now, um, which sent the UI of like almost every part of the of the app for now, and then probably we'll do it again after this new version. But yeah, that, that's okay. Um, and yeah, how, how big was uh, your group of, of testers? I think I... I mean, I had a lot of people on the waiting list, but I, I was only testing it with like 10 people. Okay. Okay. And did you, did you select them? Like in a way, did you? Yes. Yeah. Like, so every person that was on the waiting list, I had talked to on the phone Okay. to, to find out about their project, what exactly they were building and what alternatives they were using. So I knew where they were coming from. And then I knew which ones would be good fits for the actual prototype that I had. Okay. I would. I wouldn't even call it an MVP. It was. It was. It was a prototype. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. Uh, so I did the. I did pretty much this strategy for Pipe Social. Uh, so I built a, a CRM for Twitter DMs. Uh, oh really? Called, yeah, called Pipe Social, and that's what I did. Uh, I tried to, to get some people interested into the into DMs, Twitter DMs, or having paying with Twitter DMs, and then get them on the phone, uh, interview them, and trying to 
build the product out of the feedback and it fades. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so this time I, I tried the community way. Uh, that's why I created a community instead of having people on the forum. And yeah, I, I don't know about it. I, I, I'm still learning and, and trying to do things right. Um, so and, what, why do you think the other one failed though? That's a tough question. I think, um, I think the UI and the UX sucks, uh, big time and, and, and yeah, so that's a big one. So I, 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 I confounded, I confounded it with, uh, with a friend of mine, uh, and I was in charge of marketing and he was doing the, the tech, um, and he was not sure about, so we had like a long discussion about UI and do, do we need to redo the UI or not? He was not agree about it. I am pretty, I'm still pretty sure that the UI was like really bad. And, and, and that's also why people didn't use the product, but also, um, I'm still not sure if, so there is an issue with Twitter DMs for sure. Uh, yeah. but, um, I'm, I'm not really sure that people want to pay for it, uh, only for it. And we try to do it, uh, in a complex way because we wanted to like create a CRM. Um, so get your DMS out of Twitter and, and give you like a full app where you can tag conversation and put reminders, you know, full text, a uh, full search, uh, into your DMS and this kind of stuff. So this was complex and the API on Twitter pretty sucks. Um, so you cannot synchronize the DM properly between your app and the DMs that you can open like on your mobile. Um, so, you know, that creates friction. Uh, this plus the, the UI plus the, the pricing strategy, uh, probably too high. So yeah, that's, pro and, and now my co-founder left because he found like a, a regular job. Um, so, so it's on pause for now, um, probably trash it or try to sell it. I'm trying to sell it. I, I try to sell it on micro acquire, but, um, we have no customer. So that's pretty hard. Yeah. Well, I see quite a few things though on micro acquire that are pre-revenue. Yeah. So, yeah. And we did it with, uh, Rails, Ruby on Rails, and I'm not okay. sure it was the, the right choice of tech. Uh, to resell the product uh, now. So yeah, that's a lot of different factors uh, about for, for failure, but yeah, that was, so again, that's, that's crazy because, so I've made, when, when I, when I was doing my six and six, uh, I shipped almost, uh, info product, more, more of them are info product and I trying, I'm trying SAS now, and that's way, way much harder. Uh, and that's crazy. Um, how hard it is to create the, the good good tool, uh, find the the right pr problem and and build the right solution and everything. That's that's tough. Well, when you were talking to Twitter users, like, was there a problem that was recurring that you saw? Yeah, maybe a niche of people that all had it or. Yeah, so so I I put uh, so I had like thirty people on the phone, something like this, maybe a bit more. Uh, people mostly were indie hackers, uh, content creators, uh, community builders as well, and they all say they all said, yeah, that's a big problem for me. I'm okay to uh, you know uh, 
pay for it to, 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 to being solved and everything. So I thought it was validation. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm still not sure if, if it was like a, a problem issue, like if the problem is really exists or if, if people, if it's like a nice to have or, or not. And, and also not sure if my product was the good one. Um, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I find often the problem is more important than the, than the solution. Like at the beginning, yeah. I'd much rather understand the problem and find out what it means to them. Like, what is this problem worth solving? Yeah, and, and one big um, one big issue with Pipe Social is, is that I didn't use it uh, on a daily basis. In even me, like it was a free tool for me because I, I built it. Right. <laughs> uh, and what my main usage was the search, uh, because uh, you cannot search with Twitter DMs, and that's a pain yeah. in the ass. Uh, but we. We, we created like a, a full text search with, with with your DMs, so that was huge. Uh, but that that was the only reason why I using I was using Pipe Social at the, at the time. Um, so could you exp- like what's the what's the problem that you're trying to solve when you're searching for DMs? Sometimes I have conversation with people, and I, I don't remember which people it was. Uh, okay, and. And it's impossible to find it back in your DMs when I receive. So I receive something like, uh, I don't know, like three DM every day. So if you talk about me uh, with me about something like two weeks ago, and I don't remember what's your name, then right. then you're screwed. I cannot find this this conversation back. Uh, it's like lost. Yeah. Um, but now so, it changed a bit because Twitter just shipped the pin conversation. So now I can pin the conversation on the top right. of my DMs, and it solved a lot of problems. Okay. And, and so like, what's an example of where, where you're trying to you're um, trying to recall this conversation you had with someone? Yeah, so uh, before launching my community, Marketing for Makers, um, I, I called DM a few people. Uh, I'm not sure if I called DM or not, but yeah, I had some DM with uh, a few people, and they told me something like, oh, nice, uh, just ping me well. When it when it will be live, uh, okay. or even people. So I started my community on Circle, and then I moved it to Discord, and I also had some people telling me through DM, um, "Oh, it's a, it's a super nice idea. I love your your marketing for makers because I'm a maker. I have issue with marketing, but I hate Circle. So if sometimes you move into another platform, please ping me back, and I will join the community." Uh, but yeah, if I don't remember the name of the guy or the people, then I'm screwed. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, cold DMing is a perfect example where you're you might be talking to a lot of people, and yeah, you need a CRM somehow because you need to follow up on them. Or... Yeah. One also feature that was uh, helpful at the at the beginning of Pipe Social for to promote Pipe Social actually was was uh, the ability to tag people. So now you can. When you have a conversation with someone, you can put a tag on the conversation, and then you can add only the conversation with the this tag, or you can also send like call DMs to all the people in the tag. Uh, so that was helpful. But uh, yeah, um, so I, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I'm amazed this this didn't work. Like <laughs> this sounds like a good, it sounds like a real problem that I, I can imagine a lot of people having. And yeah, that's so. 
So my co-founder left um, like in September or in November, something like this, like last week, last year, sorry. Um, and so we stopped the product, uh, right? Uh, and he was in charge of the tech. So we just stopped developing anything. Uh, and then we thought, okay, maybe we should try to sell it. So I put it on micro acquire, uh, but I still have some people pinging me like on Twitter or through DM uh, telling me, oh, and I still have some people signing up on Pipe Social, on the app. So yeah, uh, sometimes in my mind, I have something saying me saying to me, okay, maybe you should restart this, this stuff. Right. Um, well, FYI, I'm a Ruby on Rails developer, so <laughs> uh-huh. if you want to restart this, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, I, I don't know about it. And that's, you know, when you, are you full-time on your project or do you have like several projects running at the same time? Yeah, I'm full-time on Power Importer right now. Okay. Okay, because for me, I have, for now, I have like almost too much things on my plate. Right. Um, and that's super tough to decide which 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 one I should work on and what is the most impactful action I should do right now. Um, yeah, instead of all the others that are in the queue or in my to-do list. Right. And, and restarting pipe social, yeah, yeah, because what we could, what, what I could do like easily probably is like uh, transform, transform the, the actual app into an API uh, and then put a, a front end that I made, uh, I make with like any new JS framework. And then we have a new UI, new UX, probably smoother experience. And maybe we're good to go, but how much time do I need to do it? Like a few weeks, uh, it's, 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 it's still a lot of work. So yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, I'm thinking of restarting it in a way, pivoting again. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, I, I yeah, think- I hear you. I, I also have so many ideas for other products and they just build up in this backlog and I, yeah, there's not enough time in the day. But you know, one of the major, uh, so I'm not sure if it's just me as a developer seeing bugs or if it's like a big pain for people, but uh, with the Twitter API, you cannot, um, you cannot set or get uh, read receipt. So if you, if you open like a conversation on, on uh, let's say Pipe Social, uh, then in Pipe Social, it will be read as, uh, it will be marked as read, sorry. Uh, but then if you open it on your phone, it will be unread. Uh, so you cannot okay. synchronize properly uh, the DM on your phone and on, on any external app, at, le- at least for DM. Um, so that's, a, that's still a big pain uh, because people, almost everyone is doing both, right? You open your DM on your phone and, and sometimes you have to work with, with DM. So you open it on your desktop, but you always do both. And that's yeah. a big pain. So, I mean, would you? Is it safe to say that your user is doing all this on a desktop, right, or a laptop? They're not doing this on their phone. 
So I, I, I asked the question and most of my, the people that I interviewed are doing both like every day. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I do both every day. I post. Well, right. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I do lots of DMing on my phone. But if I was doing like a cold DM campaign, I would most likely do it on my desktop. Yeah, yeah. So people use it, you know, use Twitter, like uh, work with Twitter in a way on their desktop, but they also use Twitter as a leisure in their sofa on, on, on their phone. And if yeah. you don't have any synchronicity between the two, uh, that's, that's a shitty user experience. Yeah, because a solution could be a, a Chrome extension. So... Yeah. So then you then you could set the read flag on on the DMs. Yeah, I thought about it, and that was so. Thibaut, the CEO of of Twitter, when I started Pipe Social, said said to me, "Why aren't you when when you're not doing like a, a Chrome extension instead of uh, this full web app?" And yeah, that's something again in back of my mind, in the back of my mind for for a month for a few months now. Um, yeah, and I yeah. Maybe one day something like Black Magic. Do you know Black Magic dot? I've yeah, I've never used it, but I've seen it. Yeah, so it's a Chrome extension, uh, and that's also why I had some red flag um, on, with Pipe Social is because so Black, Mag Black Magic is doing very well, and and is not sure if he's doing anything with DM right now, but uh, it could be, and it could right. do, and also Twitter uh, launched a CRM. Uh, a few for Twitter, in, in, oh, okay. yeah, inside their 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 app, uh, a few weeks ago, something like this. Uh, so yeah, not sure if the time to market is good. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, right now it is a, it's definitely there's a new wave of apps now for Twitter because when I started on Twitter, at the same time as you, like around 2009, there were very few Twitter automation tools. Like, yeah, yeah. I used I used one or two of them and for the longest time. All there was was buffer. That was pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now all of a sudden, like there's yeah, Type Fury, Type Fully, Tweet Hunter, Black Magic. It's like the list goes on and on. Yeah, that's crazy, and and they all grow like super fast. Um, so yeah, that's crazy. I, yeah, I, I don't know about. I don't know about it. I don't know if it's like a good move or a bad move to stop it or, or to restart it. I still don't know. Um, right. Yeah. What, what do you think? What you would? I, I mean, I think I think I'm more excited about that one than the uh, than the productivity app. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can understand that. Um, yeah. I mean, because I if, mean, personally, personally, I would most likely use the productivity app instead of of the Pipe Social. Okay, but uh, but I I think Pipe Social is more like of a as a it's a real problem that is getting worse and worse on Twitter, and I don't think Twitter is going to solve it natively. No, no, and and the good news is um, so I had a, I had a few DMs with uh, the girl in charge of product management for the V two, uh, so the API V two. They they are shipping okay. the new new API. And she said to me that the red receipt is coming. So, oh, okay. so maybe, maybe. Uh, right. Yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's a lot about being in time uh, in the market, I think. Uh, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No, maybe I'm wrong. Well, because I, I, and I think you have an unfair advantage because you have like a big Twitter account. 
Yeah. Yeah, but the people that could be my competitors uh, are also big accounts. So, right. Yeah. Okay. So now I kind of want to restart Pipe Social. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Not sure. Okay. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, otherwise, you're going to work on the productivity tool. Do you have like an idea of like what, what's the next step? On the productivity tool? Right. Um, yeah, so soft launch uh, this week. Um, and then see what happens. If we have like some users, happy users, then uh, we try to grow from there and and, uh, and, and launch on product and product hunt uh, pretty soon. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the idea is to, so the roadmap for, for focus plus is a, uh, creating a tool for our own, uh, itches of, of two, of two founders. And then when we have this, so we are, we are barely there, I think, then we, sh we soft launch, uh, publicly. So we open the gate and, and if we have some app users, uh, then we probably, so. Yeah, I don't know. Grow the 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 app users community in a way, or numbers of app users, and then and then create like a a business business plan for it or uh, a way to monetize it. Um, yeah. We don't have anything in mind for now. Um, I don't know how we can do it. Uh, I think I saw that the competition is uh, charging like ten bucks a month for using it, basically for using the tool. Um, I don't know how we, how we are going to do that. It's such a crowded space and because it's B2C, many people don't want to pay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we try like a freemium version of it. Um, I thought actually of a business model, but I, I'm really not sure about it, but something like, because what we want to do is increase your wellness as a developer. That that's our, our goal. Uh, it will be like kind of fun to have like a, a fixed, uh, like monthly fee, like something like 10 bucks or I don't know, like 20 bucks. And every time you're taking a break, then we'll remove one buck from your, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, but the, but our users are developers. Uh, so they are going to hack this like pretty easily. They're just going to automate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm taking 10 breaks a day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know for now. Uh, for now, we just want to make a great app and, and try to have some people using it and, and be happy about it. That's pretty much our roadmap. And we are doing it like uh, part-time. Uh, my co-founder have a 9.5 on the side. Um, so we don't have like big expectation of changing the world with this, this app. Uh, we just want to, um, create something that is different from the competition. Okay. Um, because that's a very crowded market, but, but they are all about, uh, I don't think there is that much app. Uh, maybe, you know, some, but, um, much app about, you know, uh, improve your wellness, uh, as a developer. Um, so that's really what we try to accomplished there um so yeah we'll see wish you the best of luck thank you <laughs> i'll definitely be following along on twitter cool cool so is there anything else you'd like to talk about 
Um, no, I think uh, I think we're good. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been great. Yeah, I could keep for sure. Talking to you for another hour. <laughs> in French, though. <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 great to have this kind of uh, casual casual conversation um, together. Yeah, and and also maybe um, for those who are listening to us. Um, so we met with uh, Indie Worldwide Founders Club, and that's that's an amazing way to uh, to talk to people. Like when you're na- not a native English speaker like me, and you're kind of shy to talk with like uh, people you don't know, uh, this Founder Club is like super useful because you meet new people every week, and you have to speak in English, but they are friendly because they are other founders. They are sometimes from all over the world, so they are not English speakers as well. Yeah. Uh, and I, I found it was like a super nice way to uh, start to talk with people on the phone um, without being too much stressful um, or stressed yeah, about absolutely. it. Yeah. yeah. But you have an unfair advantage because you're from Canada, so you speak English like very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was assimilated a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you... Did you did you uh, grow, grow in an in a English-speaking country? I mean, part of Canada or because you're in Montreal, but... Uh... Th- that's right. I, w- I grew up in Montreal, so okay. I started my, my first 10 years. I, was a, I, was, I spoke only French. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a big and fair advantage. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, English is pretty easy to learn at that age, so... Yeah, 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 I, that's for sure. I just switched to an English school and... I've been speaking English oh, you, pretty much ever since. Okay, you've been in the English school. Like every 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 license, every course was in English. Everything was in English. Yeah, since like since I'm about ten years old. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I've been in in the US for a while, and um, and you can you can spot the people that were like uh, immigrated in in the US before. 15 or maybe 20 years old and after because after 20 or 15 they're like a huge accent like me and before <laughs> the 20s or before the 15 then then there are no accent at all that's crazy right i mean that's it sometimes i think i don't have an accent but then i'll, I'll have a chat with another founder tr- through indie hacker and right away they say where are you from you have an accent yeah <laughs> yeah cool so it was great. It was great chatting. We should do this again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, j- just ping me. I'd be happy to do a f- do a follow up on the pipe social and uh, yeah. S- sorry, I keep forgetting the name. Focus point. Focus plus. Fo- Focus plus. Okay. Focus plus dot io. Focus plus dot io. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll make sure to put the the links in the cool in the, in the description. Okay. All right. So I'll see you on Twitter. Yeah. Bye bye. Thank you for having me.